Hello. It's Nia and Trent from the Trident Networks Tournament Podcast. We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Tourney Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested best pasta shape bracket. You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough. And remember, may, may the, the thing, thing with, with the, the most votes win. Just so you're not lonely, I've spoken with your brother and he's agreed to come down from Starkwell to keep you company. Mom, come on. Give me a break. Mike is just going to yell at me and boss me around all day. He hates me. No, he doesn't. He worries about you. It's just how he shows he cares. Well, I'd be a whole lot happier if he cared just a little bit less. (laughs) And that's as good as the dialogue gets in this movie. (laughs) Sucks, 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 sucks. Oh, dear. Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D-Commentaries. Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to all of our listeners. Today, we're talking about Hounded. And if you've never seen this movie or think you've never seen this movie, keep it that way. (laughs) (laughs) I wholeheartedly agree. Do not under any circumstance watch this movie. <laughs> We're going to read the cast to you and you're going to think I should watch this movie. And we're telling you right now, do don't. not. <laughs> Please don't do this to yourself. It was just the listen longest... to our episode and this is enough founded. Yes. It was the longest hour and a half of my entire life. <laughs> there weren't even credits. Usually there's like five minutes of credits. So you're like almost done. Literally, it went all the way until like the 129.59 mark. But here's the thing. We're going to talk about it and we'll make it fun. Just We're going to make it so fun, everyone. Hey, everyone. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh Happy Tuesday, or if you're not listening on Tuesday, happy day, whatever day it is. There we go. We got some Al singing right out of the gate. Yeah, we're going to need it. Cushion the blow. (laughs) We're going to need it today. (laughs) Okay, let's do this. Hounded came out April 13th, 2001. So we are still technically having monthly releases at this point, but I think they stop at some point in 2001. Mm -hmm. Um, 2000 was the only year where it happened every single month. This movie was directed by Neil Israel, who also directed The Poof Point, which is another DCOM. And that DCOM also has Taj Maori in it, along with a few other cast members. So he kind of brought this ensemble with him to this other movie that he Interesting. uh, We can only hope that one's better. Yeah. Well, it wasn't written by the same people, so I'm hoping. Okay. Um, I've also heard of Poof Point, and I'd never heard of this movie before, so I feel like Poof Point is a little bit better just based on the fact that I'd heard of it. Okay. Um, He also wrote all of the Police Academy movies, two of the Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. Do you remember Whoa, those? which You two? might be a little too young. Um, I can't remember now. Hold on. Let me look. I just watched Toil... Boil, double trouble. But do you remember these particular ones? They were like 
um the ones they where were they're like, like a subscription and yeah and mm-hmm. you like got them sent to you okay the adventures of mary kate and ashley the case of the sea world adventure Ooh. and the case of the mystery cruise okay <laughs> i definitely saw almost all of those because we had yeah. them on vhs yeah i literally got them like mailed to me when they came out that's incredible i had them all Okay, so that was Neil Israel, and then it was written by Dan Kalame. Kalame? Well, he is Dan Lame because he wrote an <laughs> awful movie. Yeah, and Chris Conroy. Both of them literally only wrote this movie and one other movie, Employee of the Month. That is both of their entire IMDb. Is Employee of the Month the one with Dane Cook? Yes. <laughs> and Jessica Simpson? Yes, I think you're right. I think she's I, the love interest. I literally could like I was like, this is the most bizarre resume I've ever seen. Like we've we've had a few writers of these where that this is the only thing that they've written, but never <laughs> just this and one random like early 2000s rom-com. <laughs> I used to like that movie. I'm sure yeah, it I've doesn't it. hold up because it's Dane Cook. Right. But I'm pretty sure uh, Jessica Simpson is in it and Dax Shepard, I think. You might be right. Mm-hmm. That feels right. Wow. They were like, we wrote this really good dog movie. Now we need to come out of retirement for Dane Cook. <laughs> I want to read this script only, only for the stage direction to do with the dog. Like, I want to understand how they described we will get more into this later, but I just I want to know how they wrote this in the script, because we'll talk about how they use the dog. And it is it was ridiculous. OK, moment of silence <laughs> for the entire crew crew who had to deal with that. It was just ugh. Okay. OK, let's go through the cast. Let's do it. Because you know what sucks, people? This is, is a, a great This is cast. a good cast. Yes. This is a really good cast. This is one of it's the stronger casts. It's just an casts. awful movie. Yes. For real. Okay. Taj Maori, uh, brother, brother of Tia and Tamira Maori, star of smart Kim guy. Possible, Smart Guy, Full House. Well, not star of Full House, but in Full House. <laughs> he was the star of Full St- House. One of the Mia stars. Mia going to have a word with us. <laughs> One of the stars of a more recent show, Baby Daddy. Um, He's been, you know, he's had like a decent career. He's a good actor. Um, As I mentioned before, he was also in the decom Poof Point, which we have not watched yet. Um, He plays Jay Martin. Craig Kirkwood plays his older brother, Mike. And I know him from Remember the Titans. Mm -hmm. um, That's how as well. Yeah. He played Rev in Remember the Titans. He was like quarterback who gets hurt. Not the one who gets like really hurt, but he gets too hurt to play. And he actually stopped acting in 2006, which if I were in this movie, I would also consider retiring. Shia LaBeouf plays Ronnie Van Dusen, who's the sort of bully villain in this movie. If you are unfamiliar with Shia LaBeouf, he starred in Even Stevens. Um, Mm -hmm. He was also in the DCOM True Confessions. And then he's been in a bunch of movies as an adult. I mean, just a couple examples. The Greatest Game Ever Played, a bunch of Transformers movies, the movie Lawless, Fury. I mean, he's been in all kinds of stuff. Plus, he's just a weirdo and he's all over social media. So people might know him exclusively from that. Yeah. Uh, Just a weirdo. (laughs) 
He's <laughs> such a weirdo. Just do it! <laughs> I was going to just be like, you might know him from screaming, oh. just do it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, Ed Begley Jr., uh, who is a prolific character actor, an absolute delight, played Principal Ward Van Dusen. And I mean, this guy has been acting since 1967. He Whoa. has been in so much. I could not possibly list it all here, but he's probably most recognizable from he's been in a lot of Christopher Guest movies. He was on Arrested Development as the uh, Sitwell, who's like the sort of rival company owner who has alopecia. Um, I mean, this man has been in everything. everything. You will recognize him 100% if you look up a picture of him. Yeah. And then his actual real life wife, Rochelle Carson Begley, played his wife. No way. Eliza Van Dusen. Yep. I, I wanted to see if they'd met on this set, but they did not. Okay. That would have been um, really cool. Yeah. Okay. Just a couple honorable mentions. Sarah Paxton played Tracy, his, his like friend slash girlfriend, I think. And I mentioned her because I'm pretty sure she is the person who was, re who replaced Kimberly J. Brown in Return to Halloween Town. And she's also the lead in Aquamarine. Oh, Okay. With Jojo and Emma Roberts for nice. those aquamarine friends. <laughs> There's also a couple people who were in High School Musical. The housekeeper who screams like an absolute insane person is in High School Musical as I think a teacher of some kind. And then is she, a, what's her name in, the, in it? Uh, in High School Musical? I'm not sure. Her real name is Irene Santiago. Also, Sarah Paxton is in Sleepover, which is one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh, I was going to I didn't want to say it until I knew. But okay. I was like, I've, no, I've never seen that. Um, <sighs> That's and then, the movie I'm making you watch. OK, <laughs> we have to keep adding to this list. Yeah. OK. And then I, there's a girl who is literally her character name is girl number one. And I bring her up because like we've brought up in a few other past movies, she is in a bunch of stuff. Like she's had one of the bigger careers after oh this. Gosh. So Alicia or Olesia Rulin is also in Poof Point. She's in all three high school musicals. She was in the show Greek and she is currently on the show NCIS Los Angeles. Wow. So she's, yeah, she has one of the bigger careers of the people who were in this movie. But she was girl number one. I love that. It's like Kristen yeah. Stewart being in. Exactly. That one. All yep, right. I just had to say I had to, I had to point it out. I had to be, I had to look it up, Val. I'm not even well, sorry for looking it up. What? Ed Begley Jr. was in an episode of Friends. OK, of course he was. I knew it. <laughs> of course he was. He's literally been in, he's been in West Wing. He's been he's been in literally everything. He's been in an episode of every show that I think I've ever watched in my entire life. <sighs> Ed Begley Jr. Had to. And he's so funny. Like, yeah. that's the the great part is he's actually like very funny. Um, okay. Synopsis. A 13 year old student accidentally kidnaps his principal's dog while trying to foil a mean spirited rival. Okay. I mean, that's not wrong. Yeah. That's accurate. Okay. Al first impressions. 
<laughs> my first impression was I swear on my life if this dog starts talking. <laughs> oh no. I was about I was going to not watch the rest oh. of the movie. I was going to just stop if this dog were to start talking cuz no, part it just of, turned into part a of, gremlin puppet. <laughs> part of me thought I didn't know. I hadn't seen it before. I was like if yeah. this dog starts talking, I will lose lose control. <laughs> Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Um instead it was worse. <laughs> Somehow, um, I am going to, I'm not, I'm surprisingly not going to rate this movie less than you lucky dog. Okay. Because of the cast strictly, because it is such a good cast. Yes. So I'm going to give this one a 3.5. That feels right. You would have to pay me money to watch this movie again. Yes. Same. Same. And this is, we've, I know we typically don't have like the same view on everything. So it's really nice to be aligned with you. (laughs) We seem to have alignment on animal based movies. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And that they shouldn't exist. Okay. Val, first impression. Okay. So I had never seen this movie. I had literally never heard of this movie until we started preparing to do this podcast. Yeah. And when I saw Taj Maori was in it, I was like, oh, okay. And I recognize, like, the poster is him and the guy who plays Rev in Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's a good who, cast. I didn't and say it earlier, is so handsome. Okay, continue. He is very handsome. And then I saw that Shia LaBeouf was in it. And I was like, holy crap. And then I saw that Ed Begley Jr. was in it. And I was like, this is going to be great. Why is this movie not gotten <laughs> more attention? This is going to be great. <laughs> And I literally, like, probably 10 minutes into this movie, I was, no, no, it was literally the first dialogue. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is so badly written. I can't, like, so background on me. I have taken a lot of writing classes because I am an aspiring writer. I have written a lot of sketches. I've written some longer, like, scripts. And you're smart and beautiful and funny. Thank you. That's very kind. My friend. I love you, my friend. I love you. (laughs) The biggest trap that a, like, novice or early writer falls into, and I fall into this every single time I write a first draft of a longer script, is explaining everything in the dialogue, telling everything rather than just showing it through Mm -hmm. action in the movie. And I get it. You're writing the script, like you're writing everything down. So it's like hard to not do that. That's why you revise and revise and revise. And you have editors who look at your work and help you cut things out and turn explanation into action. No one did this for this movie because from the jump, everything is over explained. Like to the point where I was just like, I don't know if I can actually sit through this. Like it was excruciating to hear how much explanation there was in every line of dialogue. Yeah. Not only that, but this story has like eight different stories in it. Like (laughs) there's so many things going on in this movie. Pick a lane and stay in that one lane. And then they also kind of do some of the same storylines multiple times. 
yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like, there's just so much in this movie that is unnecessary. It is ridiculous. Like it it nullifies any part of it that has any semblance of being good because you're so frustrated by by everything yeah. else that it's like I don't care. I don't care if any part of this is actually any good. Right. So I was already annoyed with this movie, and then. This is not really a spoiler because it happens relatively early on. The dog like turns into a gremlin and is all of a sudden a puppet that they keep like throwing around <laughs> to to like signify it jumping and attacking. Yeah. And like opposable arms. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. The first thing that happens that's like out of the ordinary is this dog like covers its eyes with its paws. Like it is. But like not in a normal way. It's like a puppet. Like it's like puppet hands covering its its eyes. It's it's the it's so bizarre and unnecessary, unnecessary, completely unnecessary. So when I saw that, like when when the dog started turning into a puppet, I was like, oh, oh, so this is just bad. Like, this is just a horrible movie. Yeah. Um, and no amount of Ed Begley Jr., no amount of like earnest as hell Taj Maori trying his best, no amount of Craig Kirkwood being funny and like charismatic. No, nothing, nothing could save this movie from itself uh and that is my first impression (laughs) that's like first second third impression all in all in a first all of my impressions (laughs) um yeah i it's so it's weird the choices they made yeah yeah weird uh do you have did you write any quotes i wrote one two three quotes and i had one favorite moment let's hear it Unfair with a capital U. <laughs> I thought that was fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if anyone had the Mexican rice, let the nurse know you feel different. <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> <laughs> just not like, it's just let the nurse know you feel different. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, this hit me in the heartstrings of uh, art is for people who think they're better than everyone else. Oh, yeah. I wrote that Which, one down. <laughs> for me, is true because I love being the center of attention and I am better than everyone else. Oh, my God. That's why I have a podcast. You have to listen to my voice all the time. <laughs> uh, and then my uh, my one favorite moment was that... Um, so some background on the principal, his his father-in-law is like... He like created the school. He created the school. Important man. They have a picture of him in their bathroom. <laughs> I wrote that too. They have That's pictures of him everywhere. Moment. It's a running bit, but then when he shows up in the bathroom, it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's so... It's like... I love that they have, like, she loves her dad that much. So she's like, yeah, we'll just get that of him in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. And it's the same portrait every single yep. time. <laughs> like that, like a presidential, like. Yeah. Um, Val, did you have any favorite quotes or moments? Well, I wrote the art thing down. Um, again, I don't really honestly care if we spoil this movie ever because 
I really don't think you should watch it. But there's a point where the um, police are involved in trying to locate this missing dog and they are tracing a phone call and the computer is open and it literally says across the top, Tracer 3000. <laughs> like I just this... stopped breathing for a second. Like you said that and I was just like, oh my God, I haven't taken a breath. <laughs> like the... I wrote at one point something to the effect of, I can't find it right now, exactly what I wrote, but I like the peep. Okay. Al and I do improv, which we talk about all the time. Uh, The worst improv in the world is people doing improv that visibly hate what they're doing and are like trying to communicate that to the audience. Like when they're sort of like meta commenting on their own improv. Oh, yeah. In the middle of an improv scene. And you know who does that? White men. Well, yeah. And it was like a trend for a while. It was like the trend of how you do long form improv was to just hate long form improv. It was a thing for like, I don't know, five, ten years. Anyway, this movie felt like that. Like it felt like they knew that they were making a bad movie and they were like, look at how bad this movie is Mm -hmm. that we're making. We're in on it. It's like, no, you're not like you still made this movie. Like the best movies that we've seen that were still silly in some way were the movies that took themselves seriously because that is what comedy is. The best comedy in any format is when the person who is the butt of the joke is taking themselves seriously yeah when you can convince us that we are in your world with you right if you are laughing at yourself you're not allowing the other people who are watching and consuming this to laugh at you or with you like it's it doesn't it doesn't work it's why laughing at yourself in real life diffuses like diffuses people making fun of you because it literally stops the enjoyment (laughs) of Mm of of laughing at you uh and so while that works with bullies it it doesn't work in creating comedy right um so this movie hated itself and was trying to say oh i know this is bad i'm in on it and it it didn't work at all yeah um okay uh that's it for me yeah Um, i don't know that um (laughs) we need much more no let's uh let's do a synopsis and by synopsis i mean you know, Honestly, let's just sort of, you know what, Val, let's stay fully clothed today. Yeah, I don't want I don't want no, no tops are off today. We ha- we have put more tops on in protest in protest of this movie. Um, also, my notes aren't very detailed, so this is <laughs> not going to be very detailed. Um, all right. Welcome to Spoiler City, where we spoil the movie for you. So you this week don't have to watch it. Please don't. Honestly, there's just more context in the beginning of this movie, so it'll probably be front heavy and then end light. Okay. So we open up on, like, cartoons, and then we find Jay drawing cartoons. He's drawing a flip book, and he's talking to Mom. We can only assume that his dad passed away because they showed a picture of him and his dad. Mom tells Jay that uh, Jay is Taj Maori. Mom tells Jay that she's leaving for a week and that his brother Mike is on the way. And mom has to miss the award ceremony, which is a basically winning a scholarship to a prestigious school. Mike, we find, he works at Starkwell Academy, which is a military academy, and he's in charge of a squad. And his squad's grades are down, and his 
a higher up, the colonel, says, <laughs> says, hey, being a leader is more than screaming. So Mike, we can kind of tell, has like some kind of like anger, pro- not problem. He gets angry and he yells a lot. This will come back. <laughs> they are in eighth grade. We see Tosh hanging out with his friend Sarah Paxton and then the little nerdy guy. And the interesting thing about his flipbook he was making in the beginning is that his presentation about recycling is on the other side. So he was showing his friends like, haha, look at my funny cartoons. And uh, in the cartoon, he was making fun of Principal Ward and Principal Ward comes by and steals his cartoon book, which is making fun of him. And he also got it knocked over. And Ronnie knocks Ronnie it out of his hands. Yeah. And um, Ronnie is Shia LaBeouf. Ronnie and also is Shia LaBeouf, who is the principal's son. son. Yeah. And um, knocks it over. It's all over. And so the principal comes to like pick it up, realizes that he was being made fun of and he's you're getting sent to my office. So now he has to like rewrite his presentation. So he goes to the library. We find out Ronnie is the son of the president. President? <laughs> principal. <laughs> principal. <laughs> principal. And um, he, uh, the principal walked out of his office, but left all of the cartoon in there and was like, he's got a really good one. You better get a good one. And Ronnie just straight up copies his presentation word for word, looks through all of the cartoon um, and copies it. He doesn't, uh, then we hear uh, Jay talk about how he doesn't want to go to Starkwell. He wants to go to Peterson Academy. He doesn't want to go to Starkwell because he doesn't want to go to the military academy, all these things. Then um, Ronnie just straights up copies Jay word for word. And Jay doesn't go up there because he's like, what am I going to do? I like couldn't think of anything because he was sitting in the, the theater the entire time listening to someone else do his speech. So Ronnie wins the scholarship and Jay doesn't and he's really upset. And then we hear like the president talk about his dog, which is a tiny show winning Pomeranian, which obviously will come back. The movie's name is Hounded. Um, and Jay tries to talk to the president like, Hey, Ronnie copied my thing. And the president, I'm calling him a president. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just straights up gaslights the out of him. (laughs) Like the gaslight in this movie was rough. And Ronnie saves Jay from detention, um, by giving him a hall pass, I think to get on his good side a little bit. So he like, doesn't go off and freak out. I don't know. I don't really care. Then we find out that the brother is on his way home and his car breaks down. So he's like, Hey, I won't be home for until tomorrow at 1600 hours. And he's like, okay, I'll be home alone. Like I'm fine. Just come over whenever he talks to Sarah Paxton and he tries to kiss her. And this is the only time this happens and it never comes back. And it's really interesting. And then instead of letting him kiss her, she puts her Jack Russell Terrier in his face and he falls over. Ha 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 ha. And we establish that he doesn't like dogs. Yeah. So um, then he breaks into Ronnie's house, which he lives in a mansion. Ronnie lives in the pool house of the house to go try to find his papers to like prove that Ronnie stole his, um, uh, to try to prove it because he saw it in his backpack. So he was like, I'm going to go get them out of his backpack and prove. Then when he's in his house, the tiny Pomeranian runs after him. He's in his house. There's barking. The, but he, people, I'm going to talk about how much this dog barks in this movie. And you can't even imagine, how, like, it is constant. It is ev- every moment of this movie, this dog is barking. And it's not like a, 
a low bark. It is a <laughs> the entire, I have to say it, Val, fucking time. <laughs> the entire fucking time this dog is barking. And this just got explicit. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the maid runs out fine and is like, who's who's there? And then Jay puts on a mask and she screams and runs away. And he put on like a hockey mask. And the dog, whose name is Camille, follows him. So she follows him away. He's trying to get after, like, a run away from her. Um, he runs home. She gets in the house. Then she's, like, kind of chill for a bit. They, like, watch TV. This is where she reacts with the, like, and she literally even does, like, a military salute. And I was like, this, it's going to start talking. And thank God it didn't. <laughs> then he's, like, never had a dog before. Doesn't know how to take care of it. Feeds her everything. And he tries to return the dog that like the next day, that night. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. And she won't stay. He's like, leave, go. And she just keeps jumping into his basket and whatever. He can't get her to stay. So he goes back home. She follows. She is with him. Then we cut to the, the president. I literally wrote president. This is why I'm reading president. The president and the family are at home. And they can't find Camille. And then the maid attacks the president and she's you know and they're like freaking out where is she you know how she gets without her medication (sighs) (laughs) and this is where this dog is no longer a dog and it turns into a puppet and it's kind of like a taxidermied pomeranian with its mouth like taxidermied open like yeah Um, it's rough. It's really bad. And so, um, Jay is hiding in the bathroom and this dog completely destroys the house. I mean, everything's turned over, scratching at the door. He comes out like his dad's glove is torn up and he traps her in a basket. So finally, and this, this moment I just talked about was probably 12 minutes of the movie. That that entire like house destroying scene was 12 minutes. then he's like trying to get this dog back so he calls sarah paxton and she's like you should you should try to return it by using a voice changer and saying you'll meet up with them because he trapped it in the basket so he voice changes on the phone and he's like i have your dog and the president is like nope keep her and he was like well okay and then the dog attacks again once again another seven to eight minutes of attacking. (laughs) Then uh, the brother comes home early. I'm low on bullet points, which means that this movie, the rest of this movie is literally this dog wreaking fucking havoc. The brother comes home early and he's like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you home? And the brother is a huge asshole. Um, And he's like, dude, what are you doing? And he opens the door and he's like, what did you do? Did you have a party? And he's like, no. And then fucking Camille, <laughs> like ner- like the st- at the speed of a Nerf gun out of a cabinet and just starts attacking the brother. Dog attacks both of them for but once But neither one of them gets a scratch on them. Like yeah. neither one of them is harmed at all. No, just their <laughs> clothes, but like their skin is fine. Yeah. So shout out to this makeup department. <laughs> 
<laughs> Once again, about another 15 minutes here <laughs> of attacking in the home. And then it just, it, they, they found a vacuum cleaner. The vacuum cleaner kind of stopped it for a second, came back to fighting. Then it picked the dog, picks it up, tries to run at them with the vacuum cleaner, knocks herself unconscious. And finally we have some solace in this movie. <laughs> Then the next day, the wife's dad shows up. So the creator of the school and threatens Ward, the president, that if he doesn't get this dog back, I mean, he's going to like chop his balls off or something. I don't know. <laughs> he, I didn't pay attention once again. Uh, but then at the same time, like right after he calls to be like, hey, let's meet in the park and bring your dog back. And he's like, what do you want, $2,000? And he's just like, no, I just want you to take your dog. And he's like, okay, $5,000. And he's like, okay. So then they're on the way. The brother and, and Jay are on their way to drop this dog off because it's unconscious. And then, of course, it wakes up when they're on the way. Ha, 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 So then he keeps lying to the brother about how the dog got there. So he was he didn't say, like, oh, I went broke into their house and the dog followed me home. He was like, no, they asked me to watch the dog. So he just kept lying. And so this was not important until now. Um, and he finally tells his brother, Hey, I was lying. And the brother, once again, gaslights him so hard and they kind of fight about their dad passing away and how he had to take care of him. And, um, Mike is very defensive. Um, and Jay is like, I hate you. Like I didn't ask you to be my dad. Um, but you stepped like all of these things and they both have daddy issues and then they finally talk about Ronnie and somehow they don't even really come to a conclusion. They kind of just start liking each other more. Uh, yeah. It's there's no like apology. It's basically yeah. like <clears throat> it's 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 set up like the conversation in Smart House where uh, when um, which was Ryan delivered Merriman, really well. Right. Ryan Merriman's being a dick at dinner because he doesn't want his dad to replace his mom yeah. with this new person. Um, which, by the way, I watched Armageddon over the weekend. And I was like, it's the lady from Smart House. Yeah. Um, anyway, and that conversation between the dad and Ryan Merriman is a wonderful, heartwarming, honest, earnest conversation where they discuss each of their like concerns and issues and apologize and come to a resolution. This conversation is the older brother being an absolute dick and not realizing how hard he was on a then seven-year-old younger brother mm -hmm. who had just lost his dad and the younger brother being 13 not being able to explain it that well and like just getting frustrated and then they kind of just have to like out of practicality move on yeah and they don't figure it out and like yeah. this movie could have just been about this Mm -hmm. And instead, it's about a puppet dog. <laughs> yeah. And it's bad. And it's so bad. Anyway, keep going. No, honestly, thanks for filling in some time, Val, because I got about seven bullet points left. <laughs> so Mike, the brother, then... So he also... Uh, the way that they kind of come together at the end of that was by Jay saying, I don't want to go to Starkwell. I want to go to the... Peterson and I didn't get the scholarship because Ronnie won, but he cheated off of me. And so that's kind of what makes him say like, okay, so he calls the president 
And he denies it. He's like, nope, my son didn't take your shit. And he was like, bam. So then now he's like out to get him. The principal calls in Jay to, because he's the president of student council to come in and say, offer $5,000, hang up some posters. Um, we're going to find this dog. And then uh, Mike voice changes to like buy time so that they could find the dog because the dog ran away when they were onto the park. When they were on their way to the park, the dog ran away and ran out of the car and they haven't been able to find it. So that, like if we can hang signs and like do all these things to buy some time, then we'll be able to find the dog in the neighborhood. So um, Mike changes his voice with the voice changer and says, come to the bakery and buy a cake and and sing Itsy Bitsy Spider while you're handing out pieces of cake. And then um, Jay is starting to make handmade signs and not printing them. They're making them with markers and things. And uh, Mike is then driving around to find the dog. It has something strapped to the back, like a treats or meat or something kind of trailing, like a just married when you have cans on the back of your car <laughs> um, to try to find the dog. And it's not coming. It's not coming. All these things. And then it's there, but we see it with like a pal. So it, le- it comes with his pal. Uh, legitimately comes with the pal. <laughs> That'll Ew. come in handy later. <laughs> um, then she attaches and then she doesn't let go of the thing. They drive into a low a road closed sign and then they lose her again. I can't make this shit up. So they have to buy more time. So he says, go to the bowling alley, uh, bowl 10 gutter balls in a row, wearing a robe. And there will be a note of where to find the dog. There isn't one. So they're back at home trying to figure out an elaborate plan of how to get her back. And now she's a really good dog. She's really responding. She's doing well. She is like, she's not a debt. They explained this that she just needed to exercise basically. Yeah. They were like, she needed to run around a little bit. (laughs) Now they, they've planned this thing of like, kind of like Ferris Bueller's day off when he goes through all of the backyards to try to get home. That's basically what Taj Maori is doing. He's going through all these different backyards to try to get back to Ronnie's house. So they don't, because the police are there and they've been tapping the phone to try to figure out where the phone calls are coming from. So then Mike goes to distract Ronnie so that he can put Camille back into Ronnie into the pool house. And he's talking about BMX riding. And then he sneaks in Taj Maori sneaks in Ronnie's room, drops her off. He only has like two minutes to get out of the house. And he's like, oh, I'm really going to miss the L. And he's like, but I have to leave. He gets out. Brother Mike gets out. And he he calls first. What? Doesn't he call from the house? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he calls them from the house. Thank you, Val. To say, hey, I I have your dog. Because the police on the, the, um, what is it called? The 3,000? Tracer 3000. Tracer 3000. You have to be on the phone for two minutes for them to know your location. So he only had two minutes to make the phone call and not hang up the phone so that they could trace where the phone call was coming from. So Camille is inside Ronnie's house. They figure out the address. The police go in there. They are like, what are you doing? And Ronnie's like, I didn't even, what are you talking? I don't, what? And then um, they open. then we cut to the very end where they opened up the scholarship. I wrote because Ronnie died. (laughs) He didn't die. Um, But they have a new presentation on uh, 
uh, Jay has a new presentation, so he didn't do recycling. He did it on accessibility because something we didn't mention was that Sarah Paxton is in a wheelchair, um, which is great for accessibility in movies. And we love that. And even them talking about this in 2001, huge. Still need to talk. Bonus points if she actually was in a wheelchair. True. It was a very Kevin, (laughs) uh, Kevin McHale moment in Glee. Yeah. Um, He is not in a wheelchair in real life. No, he's actually Um, a really good dancer. Yeah. And then we, um, so he wins the scholarship. He doesn't go to Starkwell. Um, he is going to the prestigious academy. And then we find out that she was stressed and that they like they took Camille to the doctor and they were like, what was wrong? And she ran away and she was stressed and that she's pregnant. That's my joke from earlier. It came back. Um, <laughs> and she's pregnant, which is why funny that uh, she was with a pal. So literally this, this woman just wanted to get away to get some action and oh, baby, baby, haven't we all been there? They all, and then Camille sees Jay in the, in the principal's office and like jumps over to her and he, they have a nice interaction. They're like, oh, she usually hates people. And he's like, I don't, I, I don't know. But since she's pregnant, they go, do you want one of her puppies? And he was like, yep. And then at the very end, we see Ronnie went to Starkwell, the military academy, and Mike is his, his, his colonel. And that's yep. the end of the movie. And thank thank God for it. All right. Well, then let's just move right along to bingo. Yes, bingo. Which is funny because bingo is a, d- a d- dog, right? <laughs> yeah. Bingo was his name. Hell yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right. You know what? I'm going to start today, Val. Okay. All right. One hit wonder song. I didn't hear any song. I, uh, I, you know what I did is I did look up the score because it did sound like a familiar sound okay um so i did look up the music director and he has done a bunch of movies um can't remember any of them but you would know almost all of them wow okay it was like night at the roxbury and clueless oh Oh, interesting yeah okay and i was like really you wanted to do this okay (laughs) uh breaking the fourth wall looking into the camera no does camille count oh jesus i guess does she look into the camera? I guess she does. The look amount into the of camera. times where she's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that counts. Yay, that counts. We we earned that one. <laughs> we earned it. Holiday themed. No, not unless you count the holiday of ripping your brain through your eyeballs. Ugh. Uh, clunky metaphor. I mean, <sighs> don't be God. a little bitch. Yeah, I mean it's basically it was this movie was about the brother learning from how the dog needed freedom and care rather than just screaming how to be a better person rather than just listening to his brother who was actually telling him wow yeah i didn't pick needed. up on any of that um but let's mark it <laughs> parents who just don't get it I, there wasn't really i mean i guess she wasn't around you, yeah, and like I guess Ed Begley doesn't get Ronnie, but I don't know if that. No, counts. Ronnie sucks. Yeah, cool non-parent adult. Uh, no, Camille. <laughs> she fucks. <laughs> or what do we say? She f's. <laughs> We're so far past <laughs> censoring ourselves at this point. 
Oh, I know God. I broke the I broke the seal for this episode and it's just oh. gonna stay that way. Yeah. Uh, Sorry to everyone listening with their mom. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's count it again. We. Are oh hell it. yeah! Camille coming in clutch for us. Yeah. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Well, what year was it? Because if it was past Smart Guy, it I would was say, after. Yeah, it was after Smart Guy. I would say then probably him. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Hopefully he's better in Poof Point because he deserves so many good things. I really like Taj Mowry. I know. I wrote, like, I loved Smart Guy. I used to watch that show all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. I still think about it. Yeah. He's great. I still remember the layout of the set, mm-hmm. like the stairway and all of that stuff. I still remember everything about it. Yeah. Um, and also the dad was really hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, we don't have hot dad or cool dad. We just have no dad in this movie because we're trying to forget he exists. We just have right. president. Um, so we'll take <laughs> we'll take the smart guy uh, hot dad. Smart guy hot dad. And he is in this movie. Competition to resolve central problem. Kind of. I was just about to say the scholarship thing kind of is. Yeah, I mean, it, I, like, I like to be a little bit stricter with this one, but I'm happy to also, not count it this week. We we earned it. No, we earned it. Okay. <laughs> in it, in we're indulging. It. We're indulging right. this we're week. Gonna go we're just going to go straight. Sad. Yeah, we're going to go straight to montage sequence, mark it off, and then move to the yes. next one. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Cliche villains. The, yeah. the president. Yeah, rich people. And Ronnie, too. I mean, truly. Oh, yeah, like school bully. Yeah. And yeah. just like really privileged, like ridiculous mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Clothes or items you owned? Well. What did you have, Val? The purple VTech made another appearance yeah! in Ronnie's room. That was Love the it. phone that Taj used to call. So I didn't have the exact version they had, but I did have a voice changer. Oh, yeah. I did have one. It was, did you have um, the one from Home Alone 2? Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. like Rotten Tomatoes 40 to 60. Okay. So <laughs> the way we do this. <laughs> oh, now I'm self-conscious because Al pointed out the way I always say this square when I do it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So w- the way we do this is <laughs> if if uh, the actual Rotten Tomatoes score is between 40 and 60. The people who are listening to this specific episode know how this goes. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> do you not want me to finish explaining? <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't give them the satisfaction. Okay, fine. Now you'll um, never know how it works. Go, Val. <laughs> okay, I am going to... I feel like this... <sighs> This is probably kind of like you lucky dog where there's not a whole lot of reviews, which could mean that it's higher than it really should be. I'm going to go exactly 40. I think this is the first time you've gotten it <laughs> in a long time. You are within five. You didn't get the exact. It is 45. Ugh, so you get the is... point and we get. We I get don't even point. like that. I got that. <laughs> Why is it 45? Happily, happily ever after. I did not sing enough this episode. I was too busy swearing. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. He gets a puppy. Mm-hmm. Almost kissing. Yep. I mean, yeah. 
Like legitimately. Yeah. Uh, someone who became famous. A good chunk of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in this movie. Yeah. Definitely Shia accounts like for Shia. Sure. Taj kept it going. Sarah yeah. Paxton had her moment. And yeah. then um, our friend who Ed. was a uh, girl number one. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Alessia Rulin. Betraying of one's real friends or values. I would say, yeah, because he lied a lot. That's true. Your childhood crush. The guy from yeah. Remember the Titans. Yep. Yeah, oh my he was God. so cute. And I thought Taj Maori was cute. Yeah, too, I think I kids. did too. I still do. I just looked at his oh, Instagram. Yeah. He's, fr- he's a stunner. Yeah, he's handsome. Where are we? Uh, Maybe we should treat this like we treated the montage. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, bad special effects or stunts. Yes. Market, and we're moving, moving on. on. <laughs> Eric Von Detten, Kirsten Storms, Ryan, Kirsten Storms, Ryan Merriman, Kimberly J. Brown, or any Lawrence brother. Not today. Not today. Nope. Not today. Musical number. I don't even think a musical number would have made this movie better. And that's a lot coming from me. Yep. Nothing could have made this movie better. No. Magic. Nope. Wait, unless you count like the magic that was like her having opposable arms. I And shooting out like a Nerf gun. (laughs) I That does not deserve to be counted as magic. That's some bullshit right there. All right, all right. Uh oh, are we not gonna get bingo because I'm being annoyed about nope, it? No, nope, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I just thought there was a lot of movie magic in there. Okay, <laughs> Val, your turn. It's not movie magic, it's magic. <laughs> um, someone says the title of the movie. No, not that I heard. No, should have just been named Camille, been played in black and white, and, and then just like red. <laughs> accents it would have been so much better that would have been a much better movie oh okay (laughs) scooby dude yeah yeah the heroes create the problem yes yeah for sure and lead is a fish out of water no no not unless you count camille (sighs) val two paws up for bingo we got two bingo (laughs) I love when we hate the movie, we get bingo, and then we're sad we got bingo. <laughs> like, we didn't get any bingo for Motocrossed, which yeah. is like like an iconic decom. And then we get two bingos for this stupid <laughs> movie. <laughs> All right. We got the two, like, middle rows. The first, like, row two and row three going down. So, cool non-parent adult. <laughs> Which is Camille in this case. Uh, someone too famous for a TV movie. Competition to resolve a central problem. A problem. Montage sequence. Cliche villains. And then the one below it is closer items you own. Rotten Tomatoes. Happily ever after. Almost kissing in someone who became famous. Would we have gotten a third one if I had allowed for magic? No. Oh. <laughs> I just like yanking your chain. <laughs> I love when you yank my chain. I love you yanking your chain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. Now that we got that voice out of the way, uh, let's keep moving on on, on over. Um, this is going to be a different game today, Val. This is kind of one of those ones that's just for me and you today. Um, but, uh, because Camille was one of the worst dogs we've ever seen on television with our human eyes. Um, like I'd watch Cujo over watching Camille again. Um, I, uh, we're going to play the game called choose me a dog. And we're going to go to the pause website. 
Um, <laughs> look at the dogs that are up for adoption. And Val, you're going to pick a dog for me and I'm going to pick a dog for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I definitely got you one. Okay. Do you want to go first or you want sure. to go first? Okay. So for you, Val, I also kept your husband, Michael, in mind for this. Okay. Of I chose Imri. Imri. Okay. So it's all the way at the top if you want to scroll and look. And I like it because when you click on their pictures or her pictures, she got a little smile. She Aww. smiles. And you and Michael are smilers. Like both of her pictures, she's got her little like. <laughs> and she is good with children, which you want. And she likes activity, which you are active. And her weight is like 34 pounds, which it's like a medium dog. And I like that she has little eyebrows. Yeah, she's really cute. I love that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have picked Sandy. So first of all, I narrowed down to just the available in Chicago because you love Chicago. I do. Okay, wait. So Sandy. Okay, keep going. Um, <gasps> she, I picked her because her first picture looks a little bit like she's singing. <laughs> I do that. And... It says in her description that she is a true fashionista and she loves to bundle up in coats and sweaters during cold Chicago winters. That's me. And Elle loves all of those things. Um, so, yeah, that's why I picked Sandy. She looks very sweet. She's a cutie. <laughs> Yay, we did it. Sandy. <laughs> And I didn't write the other one down. Imri. Imri. I should spell that so people can. It's I-M-R-I. Yeah. At pausechicago.org, which is a great no-kill shelter in Chicago. I used to volunteer there, but I got, would always get sad because I couldn't take the dogs yeah. out. So I had to stop. Yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> um, all right, Val. Thanks for playing. I forgot how the song goes. <laughs> well, Val. Um. Always enjoy chatting with you, even if it's about Always. even if it's about a movie we hate. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to mention uh, for friends who, over the last little bit, didn't get a chance to listen to the Megapod on the Trident Network. Val and I were featured on the first birthday party of the Trident Network on the Megapod, and it is incredible. You can hear all of the creators from all of the Trident Network podcasts come together, um, celebrate the first year of podcasts, talk about our podcasts, talk about each other, talk about each other's podcasts. It was a really fun time, definitely worth the listen. Um, and once again, a shout out to Valerie Agnew for creating <laughs> the Trident Network. <laughs> It was my pleasure, truly. You did it. And still remains my pleasure. Next episode, we are watching Jumping Ship, mm. the sequel to Horse Sense. I'm excited for that one because we get to mark a box that we don't ever, not ever, that we don't get to mark very often. Yes. Magic. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that reminds me. Everyone needs to go watch the movie Holes starring Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Oh, yeah. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, everyone. We love you. We like, love subscribe, you, leave a review. And don't watch this movie. <laughs> Bye, Val. Bye, Al. 
This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash decommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at decommentaries. Decommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.